ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, and sports enthusiasts from around the world. This is the podcast you have all been waiting for. Whether listening in the car, on your morning drive, or with one earbud in at the office, this is the sports show that has it all. From pro wrestling to the octagon, from the gridiron to the baseball diamond, from the pitch to the ice, it's all here. You have tuned in to Mount Sterling's most downloaded podcast that drops on Saturdays at 3 a.m. This is not your average podcast. This is From Corner to Corner. And now, here are your hosts, Sean Big Papa Kuyper, Wes Redman Crouch, Adam Big Country Muncie, and Neil Mulletman Payne. Hey guys, welcome back to the From Corner Corner podcast. This is a special edition. We are here tonight celebrating our fantasy football league. Neil and I are in here with Jeff Montgomery, our fantasy football champion of our first year dynasty league. The man walks in with Kyler Murray and Jalen Hurts as his quarterbacks. Didn't need either one of them to win the championship. He had Brock Purdy and Teddy Bridgewater, I think, was the quarterbacks that he had. Jeff, welcome to the show. Congratulations, champ. Thank you. Your first championship in any fantasy format, right? Yeah, legitimate fantasy, yes. Yeah. Yeah, you've played football with us for a while, and then you've been with the baseball league a few years as well, too. Correct. So. He's also a pretty dang good bowler. He is a good bowler. Yes, he is. So I got a good teammate. <laughs> Jeff is a man of many talents. Yep. Yep. So Jeff, one of the things I've I've, I've been fortunate enough to play to play a few seasons with you. One of the things that I know is you're very analytical when it comes to drafting players, when it comes to trading players, when it comes to free agents. What was did you have any strategy coming into this year of how you wanted to assemble your team? I was picking the highest or whatever round, started with quarterbacks, because I know typically quarterbacks, while not a an elite thing versus a running back or a wide receiver, they generally they always score. Right. You're going to get something off of them. And my team was weak in running backs due to that, but it panned out. Right. So when you said your team was weak in running backs, who, who were your running backs? Well, I originally had... Who did I trade Singletary for? You got me Singletary. Who did I have for? I think I got uh, Njoku and Kareem Hunt. Yeah, and Kareem, Kareem Hunt. Hunt sucked. So I mean, so I but Njoku was really good. Right, and I got Singletary out of that one. And then my other running back, of course, was McCaffrey. Which when he went from the Panthers, I thought, okay, cool. He's got running back. They don't have a great quarterback there. You know, they got that old Cleveland guy in there, so they really didn't have a quarterback. Right. So then I decided, okay, here's what we need to do, and that's where they went to San Francisco. And then that first week he has a hat trick, and I'm right. like, okay, we're getting some points right. now. I think he scored a touchdown like seven or eight straight games too. Well, I know, and it, and it was amazing that Christian McCaffrey, often injured when he was in Carolina, goes to San Francisco, and what do you know? He's healthy the entire rest of the year. Some of that, it makes you wonder. It's like, why do I want to risk myself for these guys? Like, they're not trying yeah. for me. So, it, great for Christian McCaffrey to get to get in a situation that they're trying to compete, they're trying to win. Uh, so, I think, and being in a dynasty league, you get to keep him moving forward as long Correct. as you want to. So, I think that next season, you're going to see a lot of fruit from the Christian McCaffrey tree. 
Well, it's like I'm already looking at the fact, too, that they've already talked about uh, 49ers not bringing back Garoppolo, so now they got Purdy. But, so yeah, so some of that same offense is still there, so yeah. that was my concern. Was, so. And the other thing is, it's like <clears throat> we set up the Dynasty League to where um, tight ends have a half a point bonus on a catch, so they get one and a half points for a catch. Well, he's got Travis Kelsey and TJ Hawkinson, and – Hawkinson really hadn't played well with Detroit, but when they made the trade to Minnesota, I mean, in the first round of the playoffs, he had a 40-something point game for Jeff that projected him into the second round because he, like, literally up until the the last week was going to be the number two seed, and um, Trey overtook him in points. And and so Trey jumped into that second slot and got the first round by. And we're going to talk to Trey and and uh, Spencer as well, but both those guys walked in with buys, and it didn't matter. Neither one of them made it to the finals. Right. Well, and I say oftentimes that I hate fantasy sports because it's so much luck involved. Like you can put all the thought and you know look at analytics and look look at mock drafts and figure out who's the best player to take. At the end of the day, it's all luck. But you were talking about T.J. Hawkinson. I was playing in a league at school with uh, some of my coworkers. I drafted Justin Jefferson with the very first pick. Justin Jefferson had a phenomenal game. But you can look from the moment they they traded for T.J. Hawkinson, it 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 affected Justin Jefferson's oh, yeah. production. So, like you look at a team like Minnesota, and you're like, dang, like they really needed other options other than Justin Jefferson. I didn't need for them to have other <laughs> right. options other than <laughs> Justin Jefferson. But as a team help them and make made them better. Uh, you know, you, you all mentioned it's a dynasty league, and it's, that's a lot different than a redraft league. Correct. How, like going in after you've played a year, how do you look at going into next year? Because there is, I mean, you all do have a rookie draft, but there is no prepping for a regular draft. Your team is your team, so you already know who you have going into next year. Then that's where you start looking at the rookies and then say, okay, you know, I've got Hurts, I've got Murray, I've got two other quarterbacks with decent backups, you know, and everything else. So do I need another backup or quarterback? Not really. Um, I've even still got the guy from Houston that's still out there. But then it's like, okay, what running backs are available? And then, okay, well, there's no good running backs. Okay, now i got to look at trading right. on stuff. And then, okay, it's like somebody who's weak in this or that area and try to do it. But it's the idea is you don't want to give up too much of your good team right. because it's going to, you're going to end up hurt more later down the road. And that's the thing you got to, this thing I like about this one is, yeah, I had my two starting quarterbacks get hurt or they're like sore. They're going to pull them out, let them rest for a couple of weeks. So I didn't get the points off of them, but that's where you back up the team aspect of it. Right. Good. And I like the fact too, on this too, that we have the double, um, quarterback so it gives a little variability there too right yeah and you know you won the championship without either one of your two top quarterbacks which is a a challenge but that's a testament to the rest of your roster i mean you've got a really solid roster and you know barring any of those guys changing homes or making major head coach changes or or offensive coordinator changes you would have to think that going into next season, you're obviously one of the favorites because you're getting the two quarterbacks back. Uh, McCaffrey's going to stay in uh, San Francisco. Kelsey's going to stay. Hawkinson's going to stay. I mean, so 
Uh, I think Lockett is still under contract. So I would say if you had a weakness on your team, it's probably wide receiver. But it's not a big weakness, that's for sure. I mean, uh, because running back-wise and, and tight end and quarterback, you're definitely solid. And you were solid at quarterback all year long until until the injuries. I did hear today that Kyler Murray's out probably at least the first three to four weeks of the season because of his injury. And I think he's the biggest question mark for your team Right. is now that Cliff Kingsbury's gone, what do we – they're struggling to find a, a new head coach. A lot of people speculate it's because of, of Kyler. So what is – what does Kyler look like with 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 the new uh, era coming in? That that'll be a big question mark for you. It's always like with a coach and an offense. It's like how are they going to be used? I mean, you take Baker Mayfield, good example. They didn't use him like the original couple three years in Cleveland. They used him. He was great quarterback scrambled, but then oh no, we're going to make him a pocket quarterback, and it it went bad. Carolina picks him up. Like okay, we're he's like ah, we're not really going to use him. You know, all right, we'll help you out, Cleveland. We're not going to use them. We want trade picks instead. You know, so what do they do? Then it puts him in L.A. and Rams. It looks great. Yeah. You know, because they allow him to do his thing, and that's what you got to look at. Well, and, you know, that is that that is a testament to the coaching staff that the Rams have is they were like, hey, we're down to our last option at quarterback here. If we want to win, be competitive and win any games, we have to change our offense around and highlight what Baker does well. So, uh, you know, Baker is kind of an anomaly. So, it's, uh, it, you know, it was good to see him land at some spot. Now, one thing I also know about Jeff is that you're a pretty good draft. You know, you're pretty good to draft, whether it's baseball or football. And, you know, baseball, you're one of the reasons why I never took a relief pitcher. Because <laughs> Jeff was going to have all the good relief pitchers. And then it's like, then it's like throwing a dart. So, I was like, well, you know. I, I, there's no sense of me just throwing a dart, which right now I have the top two that I'll probably keep for the next three. <laughs> right. So, so looking forward into the rookie draft, are there any without giving away your strategy? Because I also know you probably have a strategy. Do you have any players that you would, you know, if they were there in the second, third, fourth round that you would that you would like to have? Or because we were talking about your wide receivers being weak, do you have any potential moves in mind that you could wheel and deal maybe and maybe improve the wide receiver position? Nothing yet. Um, a lot of it with football is we'll wait and see. Yep. And, you know, especially as Sean pointed out, new coaches, new staff, right. what are they going to do? You know, is the guy going to come back healthy from an injury or whatever? So I will start looking to see what's available. And if nobody's taking this guy in the second round, that it's like a high rookie of something that maybe it is a running back that I really don't need or another tight end that I don't need. Right. I might be able to use him as a trade Right, trade action later, so I got to look at the all options of what's available. Right, well, you know, like you said, as as I said, you're very analytical and you're always thinking, well, I could take this guy, but then what could happen, kind of thing. So, but if you remember, uh, what was a year or so ago, me and you were talking one morning and we were like comparing everybody in the baseball league to to who they might actually be, and and we both said that Jeff is like the Billy Bean, right? Of, it was very, very yeah. I mean, he's very much analytical. Yeah. Uh, so, and I think that's what makes I think that's what makes you a good fantasy player because anytime we've ever done a trade or anything like that, it the name of the person doesn't matter to you, the team that they're on doesn't matter to you. You you look at it, you analyze it. You'll take three or four days and and you compare it. And you're like, 
okay, I think this works. Or you'll come back and go, hey, I'm not going to do this. Like, I wanted Hawkinson in, right. that, in that trade. And you said, I'll give you Njoku. What about that? And and I was okay with it. And it worked out well for me. Njoku is, has been a very good tight end. And I think with a healthy uh, Deshaun Watson next year, I think yeah. he'll be a, a top 10, you know, tight end to, to have. So, but I, I admire that part of you. I play a lot of it with my gut, and a lot of times that doesn't play out well for me. Most of the time, trades don't work in my advantage at all. So, but yeah, for sure. So, what did you think about the dynasty format? Uh, I liked it because number one, um, the available small only ten teams allowed more players. Number one, the fact too that. Um, now I don't have to worry about drafting a whole team, right? So therefore, draft time next year is you know five rounds and we're done. And we somebody may not even want that fifth round, fourth round. So that's where I'm like, okay, this will allow me to focus more on the players, dig deeper into the stats, the everything else that they've got, and see what's going down the road. Because you know it's like you mentioned Tyler Lockett. You know how long has he been in Seattle? How long are they going to continue to use it? Because all it's going to take is one small strain, and he's not going to be the wide receiver he's typically at. Or right. or McCaffrey. You know maybe right. he, when he hurts his hand now, he can't hold the ball and he starts fumbling like crazy, and then right. you lose points there. So that's where you got to look at everything. That's why I'm not right now. We're just setting back and waiting to see what happens right. with yeah. the NFL teams. Well, so as an outsider, I've asked Sean, I've asked Adam, and I've asked Wes this question. What's your thoughts, and what do you think expansion in this league looks like, going from 10 to 12 teams? Uh, 10 to 12, it would be very hard to add the extra two people. I mean, even when you expand in the NFL, you've got to protect certain players, right? And you allow them to pick anything. So your pick and strategy is just gone. It's Everything's on that aspect. So to go to 12, and then you're dropping down your player selection, Honestly, I'd rather see uh, 10 more teams set up in another league altogether and then the two of them compete against each other for, like, the championship, like the NFL or the different divisions and stuff. Yeah. Interesting. A new wrinkle there, right? <laughs> I like that thought. I like that thought. Well, Jeff, I mean, I was rooting for you, buddy. I mean, I didn't make the I didn't make the playoffs this year. and. What? uh uh, I had some. Did, wait, didn't you win five? Weren't you five and zero? Oh? <laughs> I, w- I was, I uh, was. And, and you uh, didn't make the. What happened? Um, he didn't win as many towards the end. Oh, you, is that what you, it was? you remember okay. how we talked about those bad traits? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, those, those happened. So, but uh, I was rooting for you. I knew you hadn't won a you know a championship before, and I'm glad that you did win. And uh, you know, as we continue to party tonight. Uh, Congratulations for, to you, brother. Because I mean, you're truly one of the one one of the good guys. Like like you 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 you've told me before. You know, sometimes people take this too serious. It's just about you know the the camaraderie. Of course, I love winning, but it, you know, it's about you know doing stuff that you enjoy doing. And truly, truly one of the good guys. I I really enjoyed getting to know you, and uh, I really appreciate you being able to sit down with us for a little bit. I appreciate you sitting with two of the finest. Uh, don't tell the other two, but two of the, you know, this whole podcast aspect that you guys have, it was your dream, and this is, you know, cool. So 
the fact that I get my voice on this, I could tell everybody, I was on the podcast. Right. I was somebody. You I was on front corner to corner. <laughs> well, we appreciate you so much, Jeff. And uh, let's go party some more. Sounds great, guys. Thank you. See you. And now we have made a little bit of adjustment here. We welcome in Adam and Spencer. How is it going? Spencer came all the way from 8 Mile to be with us. Good <laughs> beard. He's a he's a Detroit Lions man, isn't he? He's a Michigan man. Are you from Detroit? I'm from Eight Miami. Mile. Are you really? Eight <laughs> Mile. He grew up in Eight Mile. I wish I did. I'd have the notoriety of this. Right, right. Him and B Rabbit used to spit bars together. <laughs> well, Spencer, we brought you on because um, you were the best team in the league this year until you got to the playoffs. That's right. You <laughs> was the number one scorer. You had. First place locked down pretty early, and you had, I think it's like four weeks that you were the highest scorer in the league, including the highest scorer of the season. We'll talk about that in a little bit. What happened to your team, though? I mean, you just, I mean, it wasn't like a, wasn't like Jared just had a huge performance. I, I mean, your team just let you down that round. It, it was a tough round. I think in the like the second or third game, I had all three of my wide receivers scoring like almost 40 points. And he had started off just real good. And towards the end, I could just feel everything was just, everybody was not producing what they were yeah. later and earlier. So made me worried for the, you know, the playoffs yeah. go. Well, and, and uh, you have Josh Allen, right? No, I've got Mahomes. Oh, you got Mahomes. That's right. Jared's the one that had Josh Allen. Uh, but you had Mahomes and Goff? Uh, cousins. Cousins. A little car mixed in. Yeah. <laughs> you traded car to me, and I talked you into it. I was like, Spencer, I mean, both your quarterbacks have had a bye week already. You don't need them. And about that time, he turned out he needed a quarterback because Mahomes got hurt or something, right? No, somebody got hurt. One of your quarterbacks got hurt. Uh, I don't think I was me. Cousins was, he was good all year. I did pick up a bunch, just to be, just to be safe. safe. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. yeah. And, and we did a trade uh, early in the season. I traded you Amon St. Brown. You traded me Cortland Sutton and uh, Isaiah, Isaiah Pacheco. <laughs> and I really didn't have any intentions on playing Pacheco this year. Um which it didn't really matter because I was out of it by the time he was playing anyway. The Cortland Sutton, Sutton week one looked really good. Yeah. After that, no. <laughs> but a lot of that had to do with Russell Wilson. And I think that the new addition of uh, Sean Payton there is – I think it revitalizes Russ. I hope it does anyway because I still got him at quarterback and I still have Sutton. So I definitely need a, a revitalization there. Cooking with ramen, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I think that trade will work out for you. Yeah. Well, and towards the end of the season, St. Brown wasn't wasn't the regular St. Brown. He wasn't what you traded for. Yeah. That yeah. first week that you got him from me, he scored like forty something points, and I'm like, I knew this was a bad mistake. <laughs> and uh, but. As Detroit went through the end of the season, they were running the ball a lot more. And most of the touchdowns were coming from 
Swift and, and Williams, they weren't really passing for a lot of touchdowns. Now, if they did, he was getting, you know, St. Brown was getting them. But um, did you have a specific strategy going into this dynasty league? Because I, have you ever played in a dynasty before? No. So, so it was new to me as well. And, Adam, I, pretty much I think everybody was new to dynasty. And everybody had different strategies, right? Like, like Ben had a strategy where he was going with a lot of youth. You had the first pick. You went with Mahomes. Um, did you have a specific strategy? Because, like, Jeff, we just had him in here, and he was like, I basically was taking best player available off the board. I knew quarterback was big, so I wanted to go quarterback early. And then he just took best player available. He just so happened to hit on a lot of really good draft picks. Yeah, it's good. I, I had funny thing is I took Mahomes. I really, I didn't want to take Mahomes for some reason. I kind of, I, I always go ahead and running back, and uh, but I did, and I'm glad I did because I think it paid off. He was my core throughout the year. But my overall strategy coming in, I think, was just to have a good mix of new guys and older guys that that I thought could be good for yeah. two or three years, and that, that, I think that paid off. I think I'm okay for next year. A couple of things I want to try to improve on. But, right. I'll um, give you Derek Carr for Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I, need a, I need a quarterback. <laughs> it's so, um, you know, one of the things, Adam, you had one of the top five picks. You had, I think, the fourth pick overall or third pick overall. Was it third? Uh, yes, it yes, was third. You and Wes went back to yes. So, we had Mahomes go off the board. We had Allen go off the board. And then, you had your choice of Burrow, Herbert, Hertz, but you went the different strategy. You went with Jonathan Taylor. Nobody really discounted that fact. I mean, Jonathan Taylor was the number one consensus draft pick across the fantasy industry coming into this season. The only thing that makes that different is the fact that it is a two-quarterback league, but there's only 10 teams. There's plenty of quarterbacks out there. The problem is... One of them retired. Well, one of them retired, but Taylor Taylor never was Taylor this year. It was a fantasy dud season for Jonathan Taylor. I don't think he ever got right from the ankle injury the first time. And he just kept going out there trying to play, trying to work through it. Yeah. And it just it turned into a dud season. And then when you have poor quarterback play. That doesn't help. Right. And then they fired their coach. Then they brought in the whole Jeff Saturday fiasco. So – I don't think Jonathan Taylor – I think he will bounce back when they get some stability, get a better quarterback. Uh, I think they finally realized that they, they made a mistake trying to bring in all these older quarterbacks over the last four or five years to replace Andrew Luck. So hopefully that, that whole situation changes. Uh, I know you're actively trying to, to, to trade Taylor for a quarterback. Absolutely. But that's going to be tough to do because one thing we have figured out very quickly – Quarterback is extremely valuable in this dynasty format, especially being a two-quarterback to where you, you have to play two quarterbacks. And you can't miss on that. I mean, that that, that the, the, the fact that Jeff won the championship without his top two quarterbacks was a testament to how good his roster you know, construction was. I mean, he won with, with Brock Purdy and Teddy Bridgewater. 
as his as his two quarterbacks in the championship week. So just to show you all and the people that's listening how important quarterback is in our league. The other day I offered Jerry, Jonathan Taylor, Derek Carr, my first round pick and my second round pick next year for Josh Allen, Zeke, a fourth and a fifth rounder. And he just said, that's a respectable <laughs> offer, but I'm not getting rid of Allen. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, and that's the kind of offer it's going to take to get somebody like that. Um, in the in the grand scheme of things, I, I wanted to talk to uh, to Jared tonight because he's not here tonight, but he had Josh Allen in that championship week, and unfortunately lost the championship. I not I don't know that he lost the championship, but he was down thirty eight points when that game started. So he needed a monster game from from Allen against the Bengals, and the Bengals had already started out strong. I mean, his projections had already fallen down when the uh, Demar Hamlin situation happened. Unprecedented for fantasy, right? We've never seen anything like that before, and especially championship week. Right? What a what a what a, a time for that to happen, right? What do you do? So. As the commissioner and as a whole, we all just kind of said, we'll just follow the lead of, of Sleeper, who, who, who we use for the app, and the NFL. And I think that was the fairest thing to do. Jared was okay with that. I know there were a lot of people that used um, the, the following week's points and stuff to determine that. But I, I just don't think that that would have been a fair thing to do. I would, like, I hate it for Jared. But being in Jeff's situation where it, he had such a large lead to, to lose based off the fact that they weren't playing against the Bengals and they go up against somebody else and he could have racked up 45 points. You know, the Bengals had his number. It's obvious they had his number because they beat him in the playoffs. And he was you know. bad. Yeah, he did. So I, I really don't think there's any way Jared would have come back and won that game. Uh, but, but you never know. But what a way to end the, the first season. So. So, Spencer, me and you have played in leagues at work together plenty of times. Your team is always solid on paper. Yeah. <laughs> and then something happens through the course of the year. Did any of that, like, lead to a different strategy in this dynasty league? That's a good question. Yeah. I, I, I picked people, I think. <laughs> I kind of I kind of use my head more than my heart, I think. It, you know, I – I picked like Stefan Diggs. I didn't want Stefan Diggs or like I said, Mahomes, but I knew that was the best player available. And I, I went I, with that route. It, it paid off in, that, in those cases. Instead of reaching for, you know, people that I really liked necessarily. And, like a guy, Davis. Yeah, like Davis. I got a really brother. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, Mahomes is, I mean, he's the best player in the NFL, right? Oh, and you're, you're set up for the future. And he and he's your quarterback for a long time unless somebody just, you know, gives you some sort of stupid offer and, and you, you can't say no to it. Speaking of stupid offers, I'll give you Jonathan Taylor, <laughs> Derek Carr, and three first round picks. Hey, Derek Carr is gonna have a good season. Oh, I agree. It's yeah. not that I'm trying to get rid of Derek Carr, but yeah, of my right. quarterback quarterback's important in this. I league. mean, I'll take that trade for Russell Wilson right now. No. <laughs> but in this league, we thought already mentioned quarterbacks important. It's am I going to trade Ryan Tannehill? 
No, nobody wants him. Matt Ryan, he's a bum. He's going to retire. Like, Derek Carr is the only option I have to trade. I've got Sam Darnold on the bench. Tyler Hunt, pro boy. All two touchdown passes. Yeah, and Mike White. I don't want to get rid of those guys because who knows. Well, when we did that trade, I I told Neil, I said, I should have pressed pressed for Huntley more. You know, I I briefly asked for Huntley because I I have Lamar. But, I mean – Huntley wasn't going to help me down the stretch because, like you said, he, a Pro Bowl quarterback wouldn't help you. <laughs> I don't know how to really the game a Pro Bowler. That is that's so stupid. Because Josh Allen and others are saying they are injured, but yeah. Josh Allen is out at Pebble Beach playing in the yeah. Pro Am this week. Yeah, they just don't want to play, and that's yeah. whatever it is. So, uh, so final question: Did you enjoy the the dynasty setup? And what about it did you like the most? Yeah, I did like it for sure. I mean, it's the best league I've ever been in by far. Woo! <laughs> I mean, I have a lot of people tell me that uh, when I'm the commissioner of their league. I mean, I, I wish all my dynasty it's just, it just brings a different uh, you know, gamut to the, the whole situation. And, it's, you know, still thinking about it, right? It's off yeah. season. Um, and what, what, what else was the second part? Of that? Just um, what did you like most about it? Yeah, oh, man, I love the draft. I would like that. I'd love to draft again. <laughs> that was fun. But that is a little disappointing I, that, that 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 was a one and done thing, right? Yeah, but I do like the, the you know the new rookie drafts. That's I'm looking forward to that already. And um, what I, pick I, you I, have? Seven, six. Seven. So you still have seven, your first round pick. Yeah, I got all my picks. So. What I, position I, you working at? Maybe we're front of it. That's that's kind of where I see my weakness a little bit. Yeah. Running back. Yeah. I, I like the depth. He's already he's already offered you Jonathan Taylor. I mean, I don't. Yeah, know. I so so listen, that's that was my deal. Like I went to your team. I saw your running backs. I went to Jared's team. Saw his running backs. You got Mahomes. I knew you weren't coming off Mahomes. I was hoping Josh Allen off a poor performance. I might have a little bit of leverage there. Yeah. it's and, But we've talked about this before on the show. It's the dynamic of the future. Right. right? It's not just a one and done with this. It's not like a redraft league to where you're dumping everybody off. And I've told them on the show before, if we redrafted now, Jalen Hurts would be my pick over Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. I mean, I'd have been set. Yeah. With the rest of my squad, I've been looking good. Yeah. So, well, awesome. Well, Jared, we appreciate you uh, coming in here and yes, talking Spencer. to us. <laughs> did I say, did I do that? Yes, you did. Sorry, Spencer. Why don't I call you Jared? Because <laughs> I mentioned Jared. It's oh, my fault. oh. Uh, you know how that is. So, anyway, Spencer, we appreciate you, bud. Let's go keep partying. All right, now we're back. We've got Wes in here with us. And uh, we have Jesse and Darren. Well, Guys, we have something in common. I don't know if y'all know that or not, but we have the top three picks in the draft. <laughs> <laughs> we were the king of suck this year. Let's do it. Let's Jesse's do got it. the top pick. darren got the number two pick, and I have the number three pick. Well, I had the number three pick, but I traded that draft pick away like an idiot. 
Hey, we let everybody else fight for the money. We fight for the ring. That's right. That's right. <laughs> right yeah, we, hey, I got my fancy little ring on. Right? <laughs> the the loser ring, right? <laughs> so, um, so we just wanted, you know, we kind of been talking to everybody. We talked to Jeff. And we talked to Spencer, and um, you know, Jeff won. Spencer had the best record. Was the best team all season long, and just floundered in the playoffs. That's crazy. And you know, Jesse. I think you kind of took the strategy early on that you realized that that you were not going to be a team to compete with this year. Pretty um, sure I knew week two. Yeah, well, <laughs> and you know, you you look at your team. You only had like two running backs coming out of the draft. Yep. Was that a specific strategy, or was it just like the way the board was falling? You're like, yeah, there's nobody here that's worthy of taking, so I'm just going to take the best player available. And that wound up being wide receivers and quarterbacks. No, it was definitely a plan. Uh, I'd say I went in basically trying to go zero RB. I had a plan of trying to get Brees Hall in the rookie draft, which that debacle happened, and I, I screwed that one up. But, yeah, I was going wide receiver heavy and quarterback heavy and was going to figure out running back. I figured I'd add somebody somewhere. And if I was competing this year, I think I'd have made some trades to pick up some running backs. But halfway through the year, I could tell those teams were a whole lot better than mine, so I started – you know, just kind of trying to tank, per yeah. se. Yeah. To the end. And, I mean, I think halfway through the year, I was still in, like, sixth place, but I was 200, like, 300 points below you, maybe, or something. You know, and the crazy part about it is, is you you were the one that ended my win streak, right? <laughs> I was 5-0. And, and then you now, lost 5, that, I think. That, right? that, that, six in a row, actually. So, but the, the there's two things that happened there. One, I came onto the air that week, and I was like, Ooh, who smells that winning streak? And I was bragging. And look, I don't ever do that, right? I, I'm I don't brag about the performance of my fantasy team because it always will backfire, right? And then two, I looked at our matchup because we we played week six, and I told you, I, I even texted you, I said you're going to beat me, and you like there is no way. And I was like, every player on my roster in week six was playing a top five defense, and they played exactly that way. Because you only – neither one of us broke 100 points. No, you I, beat mean, me shoot, like, I didn't break 100 a couple times. <laughs> I think you beat me like 92 <laughs> to 86 or something. I mean, it was bad. I mean, they should have kicked us out of the league for our performance oh, yeah. that week. Oh, yeah. So, but I had the number one pick in the fantasy, in the expansion draft, and I traded him to you, and then you wound up somehow not getting Brees Hall. I, I don't I, – what. So that was all on me. So you snuck a trade in before I realized that you did. So who did I trade the first pick to that took uh, uh, the other running back? Uh, you traded him to Adam because he yeah, took yeah. Uh, Walker. So he wanted Walker. He told yeah. me straight up that's who he was taking. I knew you were not going to take Brees Hall, and I thought you still had the second pick because we had ah. So I was like, well, hold on a minute. I think I actually even texted Wesley, and I was like, I think I can – trade this pick, go back to three, pick up a second rounder for next year, and I still get Brees Hall. So I make the trade, and then I look, and I'm like, wait a minute. Because I'd already Sean told don't have the second pick. Yeah, you yeah. already told me you were probably going quarterback or yeah. wide receiver. Yeah. And so I was like, well, Which I was. I had yeah, no intention on taking exactly, Brees Hall. I trusted you. So I was like, well, if you still had the second pick, I would, yeah. it would all work out great. But yeah. then I just I blew just it Just oversight. Yep. Didn't see it. Wasn't paying and the funny thing about it is, is so I, I would never made that trade. If I, I traded that that second pick away to, I think it was Spencer, right? Or who, I can't remember who. Was it, was it Ben? I think Ben drafted him. Uh, somehow. No, it, ben, it wasn't Ben because Ben traded for Brees Hall. Yeah, so it was Spencer. 
It was Spencer. It was yeah. Spencer because he traded Aaron. He traded AJ Dillon for Brees Hall. Yeah, and and I and I traded back from the one to the seven and yeah, acquired several draft picks. Yeah. And the reason the reason being is, I'm sitting there. I I had talked to everybody that was ahead of me, other than Darren. And Darren was one spot ahead of me. And I knew no way in the world that I cannot get Kenny Pickett here because nobody's taking Kenny Pickett. Well, Darren wanted Walker. And I was like, what the heck made you think that Walker was going to fall all the way to the sixth spot? I mean, he wasn't falling down there. So then he winds up taking Kenny Pickett, throws my entire draft strategy off. So I think that's when so I took Olave. Oh, I screwed myself all season long. So and that's why. Got, and that's why we have the top three picks. You got Darren too. I have the. Yeah, I got Darren. <laughs> I have earned the nickname. Yeah, he, he got Darren. Darren is Darren. The term Darren, we've talked about on the show many times. If you're playing fantasy, if you're drafting in, in uh, next to Darren. Prepared to get screwed because he will think on the same wavelength as you. I'm glad I'm and, in front of you. <laughs> so, but he'll get you on the. Well, no, wait a minute. There's no serpentine on this. Yeah, straight one through ten, one through ten. Oh, but it, yeah, it, this year it, there's not going to be a serpentine. Last year we did end up serpentine. Right, we right. did. Yes, yeah, and 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 realized after the draft we were like, yeah, that was wrong. Yeah, we shouldn't have done that. That's and, okay. And, and you know, it's our first year, right? right? Sure. It's just. We we just took a little bit of break. We've been in there handing out the 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 prize money and and giving the belt, and then we talked about some possible rule changes, right? And I've been playing fantasy football since two thousand five, and I I know we've talked about this, Wes. You've played longer. You back in the newspaper days, yeah. <laughs> and but even in our fantasy baseball league, every single year. There's something that can be changed to modify it, right? You always want to evolve, you know, and one of the biggest rule changes that we just agreed to, which I think will be a game changer, is the median scoring thing, right? We talked about this. I think we even talked about this on the show a little bit, but that changes things, right? So if, like Darren, the first two weeks of the season was one of the the highest scores in the league. Serious points up on the board. You were healthy. Yeah. You were Could healthy. not. Yeah. <laughs> right. And but but you were zero and two. You you were zero and two after that because week one you played Spencer, and then week two I don't know who you played week two. It may have been me. No, I, I don't remember. I but I, I had Adam way up there in the rankings at at the very first, so that very well yeah. could have been yeah. Adam. I think it was Adam. Yeah. But, but Spencer and I outscored. You know, he beat me by like three or four points. Yeah. But I beat the next high scorer in the league by like thirty. You were both over. We were the only two over two hundred. Yeah. And the next person was down like in the one seventy. Right. Yeah. So the the way this median thing works is, instead of you starting the season at zero and two, you would be three and one. Right? No, it'd have been two and two. Or two okay, yeah, two and two. two yes. And two. I'd have been five hundred, right? Yeah. Which is a lot better than last. tenth. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> yeah. the, the the way it works is just a little bit. The top you have your regular matchup and then after the fact, the top six scoring teams get an extra win. The bottom six scoring teams get an extra loss. Right. So instead of it being 
14 games on the board. It's 28 games on the board, essentially what it is. And that can that that should change things up a lot. So right. when you were five and zero, oh, I would have been ten F- and zero oh, more than likely. <laughs> you were five and confident, oh. confident. You would have <laughs> lost, and you would have lost another one because you, you both scored way down. Like you would have won one that week, but you would have lost one that week. Right. So. Correct. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, but I, but the week that I lost to him, I would have been zero and two. Right. Because so we, we were, we were probably the yeah. last two scores. Oh no, no, no doubt. There, no doubt. There, there was nobody in the league that neither one of us were beating that week. Talk about an ego killer! You go from a ten and zero start to tanking two in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, it like I thought my team had overperformed when I was five and zero. Anyways, I, I mean, I beat Spencer. I was one of the only teams that beat Spencer all year long, and I almost beat him the second time. You know, but. That was when I had Lamar Jackson scoring 50 points a game. True. You know, when, and without him scoring that kind of points, you know, I don't know. So once I kind of realized that I was out, then you made some moves. I, I, I did. I, I, the, the last week before the trade deadline, I, I moved Justin Herbert for some picks and, you know, made some other, tra- other trades. And, you know, going into the rookie draft, you know, to me, quarterback is a, is a must for me. And I'm really good at, at young running backs. I have a lot of good run, uh, young running backs. I've got a lot of good wide receivers. Got a decent tight end core. Quarterbacks, what I need. I've got uh, Russell Wilson and uh, Lamar Jackson right now. And then I've got the Commanders boys. With, uh, with. Yeah, I don't know if you know this or not, but he he snuck Daniel. Jones in on that trade on me, and I had no idea. Did he though? He did. I did not. I I didn't see it. I honestly (laughs) did not see Daniel Jones. We started this talking about mistakes. Mistakes are made. Yeah, I'm telling you, I I I did not play well this year (laughs) at all. And the worst part about it is, is there's no do overs, right? I mean, we we, the teams that we have is who we have. There's no going back now and. Oh, well, the season's over, whether we can redraft no, Losing the rest of it and redrafting it. Oh, no, can't do that. Right. I love it, though. Man. Which is why, yeah, the tr- the whole because of that and making more trades in the in the league, which I very much enjoy, is is the whole aspect of this that makes right. it great. Have you played in uh, – Jesse, have you have you played in Dynasty before? Was this your first time? This is the first time. So I, I feel like I, I don't think anybody had played in from talking. I don't think so. You know, it's so funny because I've talked about Dynasty Leagues for a while, and just one day, random out of the blue, Wes sends me, he goes, man, I'd really like the Dynasty League. And I was like, we've yeah, been, me I mean, too. We've been talking about it a lot yeah. too, yeah. So, I mean, we we essentially, like, threw it together within just a couple of days. Yeah. And um, as soon as the other league defunct, I yeah. went, here's soon. what we need to do. Yeah, and, and I uh, – I mean – there were a few players in that other league that we knew that had no interest in doing the dynasty. And, you know, three or four of those guys had, had pretty much moved on anyway. So we were going to have to fill those spots. And, and that was a keeper league where yeah. you get to keep three people. See, I'd never even played those. I was pure redraft. Yeah. And the keeper league adds a, a different dynamic to this because you've got contracts and, 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 and round, uh, you know, punishments and stuff like that, you know, so you have to take into consideration, you know, when you're making a trade, okay, well, is this guy I could potentially keep? Where was he drafted? Well, I don't want to keep him 
you know, he's a ninth round talent, but he was drafted in the fourth round. If I keep him, he's going to cost me a second round pick. I don't want that guy, you know. So it adds a whole different dynamic to it. And, you know, we've talked about, we talked to Jeff about expansion. We didn't really talk about it much, uh, or we didn't talk about it in there, but we, we've thrown the idea around about, because Neil just out of the blue one night on the show said, hey, what do you think about expansion? And, you know, Wes and I have talked quite a bit about this. It would be really hard for us to expand, uh, mostly because it's a two-quarterback league. So we're at 10 now. So if we were to go to 12 teams, that takes 24 of your 32 starting quarterbacks off the table. That only leaves eight. So four teams would wind up without that backup quarterback. And so you would almost have to change it to a super flex type league to where you can play a quarterback as a flex. Um, I don't I don't know that we're built for that. If we were going to be a 12-team league, we probably should have started Sorry. out that way and just been a one-quarterback thing. Yeah, because we hit it on it earlier. I mean, you could do it. It's just those guys you're adding would have to know they're not going to be very good for a couple of years. It, it would, it and, would, and it would be almost impossible to, to do it, to be honest it with really, you. It really would. It would have to be a, a year to maybe even two years of buildup of rules and how many yeah. of okay, who are you gonna think, you know, because we're gonna have to lock in fifteen of our players, let ten of them uh, let you know, ten of them be able to be picked from and so on and so forth. It would be a major undertaking. Yeah. I think it could happen, but yeah. it would be a major undertaking. Well and and the other thing is too though, is I, I think every team would have to be if we had ten teams and we had two coming in, then every team would have to to put five players into into it because you couldn't you couldn't say, okay, ten these ten players on my team were available because maybe eight of my players are the best players available. Right. So then I lose eight players right. but nobody else loses any more than two. So you know right. that's it, true. Yeah. I didn't think about yeah. that. But you it, also gotta look at going back to Jesse's point, those new teams aren't suck. gonna be competitive for a while. I mean you tell so you're looking for a specific person that is dedicated. Yeah. Because, you know, $75, you're basically saying, coming in, I'm donating 150 bucks, and yeah. I'm not going to get anything back. I mean, yeah, back. just think about it. There's 10 teams. We all keep 10. That's So the top 100 players are gone. Yeah. I guess all the stars could align, and they could get some of that money back. But they, they have to come in with a mindset that I'm making a commitment that for the next two years I'm donating. Yeah. And, well, it's and, not, and really, the strat- there could be a multiple different strategies to that. I, I, I Trust me, I do a lot of research when it comes to the Dynasty League because, like I said, I'm always looking for different things. So I follow this uh, podcast that, that they're strictly Dynasty. That's all they talk about is Dynasty. And I just messaged them, and I was like, because they were talking about expansion. It's so funny that they were talking about it. And I'm like, so how does that work? And so several people commented back in on there's a lot of different strategies to it, mostly what we've talked about. But, like, they said that there was one guy in the league that went for the playoffs, right? So so he was moving all of his draft picks in the expansion draft to acquire as much talent as he could because he wanted to try to compete. And the other guy was trying to acquire more draft picks, right? So he, he was in it for the long haul. One of the other rule things that I had seen, and I think if we had a league of people that we weren't, that we all didn't know each other. Um, they were like, anytime you set up a dynasty, you should get two years advance in it because you don't want a team that 
is going to be one year in, and they go, I don't like this, and they, okay. they dump all their players, and then they screw that team over, and then you're going to have a hard time getting anybody to take that team over. So if they did do that, at least you would have their money right. uh, in in that. So, But I, we don't have that. I don't see any of us not playing this league. So, I would agree with that. So, what kind of got me about this whole thing from the word get go is, and you just said something kind of along the same lines is all the different draft strategies. From you know, none of us have done this before, right? This is our first time, you know, we're all kind of feeling it out. Well, how does this work? How does this really work? But yet, when we went to draft, you had guys like Ben. Who took primarily young talent? Right. I was really hoping he he'd knew, be here tonight. I wanted knew, to talk to him about his strategy. Yeah. He knew from the word get go, he's playing for consolation money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, I'm, I'm just a, a, a assuming because he had the tenth pick, right. right? Or maybe he was the ninth pick. He he had one of the later was, picks. I think he was nine. And and I would assume his thought process on that was is. Well, I'm not going to get some of the, the higher-end talent. So, But, I mean, he started off with, with Lawrence. I think Lawrence was his first pick, if I remember yeah. correctly. And uh, and he's nailed on that, right? Lawrence proved down the stretch this season that he's going to be he's going to be a fantasy quarterback for a long time. You right. were giving up on him too soon. Yeah. And, and, you know, like you have Dak, who was hurt a, lot, a large part of the season, so that hurt you. My boy Trey Lance. Did you? Uh, so you drafted him? Oh yeah. So that's the. I mean, you're just talking about strategy. So I, my thought was going into this. Okay, versus two quarterback. I thought a lot of quarterbacks were going to be taken earlier. Had I known this league wasn't going to take, I mean, I, there was a ton of good late quarterbacks. I mean, golf went like 12th, 13th round. I mean, yeah. so I would have definitely. I mean, so I, I took Trey Lance in the second. Oh, it was between him and Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I'd love to have that back. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so. It's crazy. You just never know. I mean, everybody has their own. The speculation. I mean, everybody was all in on Trey Lance. Oh yeah, I'm all but about a running. Quarterback, he he so. did not look very good in the first game no. in the games that he played. That which it was a monsoon. It in, was in Chicago, but no, he looked awful. I I assume with Brock Purdy getting hurt, Trey Lance probably gets a another shot at that. I would say so, but it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a short leash. I, I believe it will be too. You better play well. well. It's gonna be a short leash in. In 2024, yeah, yeah, because Purdy won't be back this year. You don't think? No, no, he'll have TJ surgery. He'll think? be gone for the year. Uh, there, there is speculation that it, that it is Tommy John. Right. They're, they're trying to figure out now if it's a partial tear or a complete rip. If I it's a complete heard, rip, it'll be Tommy John. I had heard today. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, if it is, then, yeah, that, then he's out. Yeah, so yeah. he might not have a short leash next year. Right. Yeah. That then yeah. But the question, the question at that point is. Do they bring in a backup, or do they sign Jimmy? Right. Well, yeah. well, uh, I mean, they asked Shannon. They asked Kyle about that, and Kyle said there's zero chance that he would resign. Yeah, yeah. makes so, sense. But I, mean, I think they're ready to move on from Jimmy. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't want Jimmy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I mean, he's free, right? Yeah. I mean, that contract renegotiation allowed him to be a free agent, so right. yeah. so he's gone. He'll be. He was. He'll be somewhere else. So. So, what was we'll, we'll wrap up with what, what was your favorite part of the Darren? What was your favorite part of the dynasty? Because you've played fantasy football with us for several years now. You've been in a regular redraft league with us. You've been in the 
the keeper league with us and now the dynasty. The kind of what we've been talking about, the overall dynamic of the strategies, the fact that, okay, I got 12 guys on the injured reserve. Well, I'm not dead. <laughs> I've lost this year, but, and part of my struggle now is I really don't know what I got. I don't know how my draft you, you played don't know, out because I never had enough guys healthy. You don't know if you've got <laughs> the team that played the first two weeks that right. scored over 200 points or the team or that the ended team the season in the second place or second to last place. The lowest. Right. Lowest like going into next year on paper, you should be one of the best. Right. Yeah. A, I agree. a lot of your team, I mean, you've got Cup who got hurt early on. A lot of that is going to be contingent on what Matt Stafford does this coming year. And if the if the Rams have that buy-in back in, he right. wasn't the same cup this year, even before he got hurt, no, that he was not. last year. That led you, you know, you won you won our last championship in the in our keeper league before we blew that up. You you won that league, right? Um, with basically with Chase Adams and three. Cup. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so. You know, if I had to say, and he I'm, drafted that, by the way, he, he kept Adams, yeah. and then we just randomly allowed him to pick <laughs> Cup and Chase in back-to-back rounds. So, I had a well, Kyler Murray had a good year there. That's, that's true. So I had a pretty dynamite roster, but yeah, the only loss he took in that season was, was a point Kyler. correction in Week One <laughs> against Adam. It was a he lost Week One and then one other team. Yeah, I went, yeah, he never Adam, lost another game. Adam and I tied, and I lost a half a point <laughs> on a stat correction and then ran the table That's to the belt. As you've That's said before, I would much rather have a team run the table and be like, yep, he should have won. Yeah. Uh, then then your 7 and 6 team squeak in and be like, right. Oh, yeah. Really? Well, and the crazy. Kyle Spencer this year. I probably would have cried <laughs> the, <laughs> to be that dominant and lose the first right. round of playoffs. His team yeah. was nasty all year. Yeah, and we talked to him about that. And it's, you know, you know, Amon St. Brown was hot at the beginning of the season, but as the season went on, the the Lions ran the ball more, right. right? So that and that was that was hurtful. And then, you know, he has digs, and and Josh Allen was up and down all year long, so. I mean, you don't think coaching matters? Brian Dable leaves the Bills, and Josh Allen isn't, who, you know, isn't as good. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, anyways, what about you? What was your favorite part? Favorite part? I just say, instead of being a a GM, I like being an owner. I like the fact that. Things don't go well in your redraft leagues. You're you're a GM. You're only there for the year. You know, right? You just kind of give up. I like being that I was in last or close to last, and I'm still trying to figure out what trades can I make to make Spencer better or his team better that makes me better next year. Right? Me pick. So I I just it's just a fun aspect, man. Just, yeah. Just new things it, to do. It does have that equal comparison to what. NFL teams probably go through, sure. you know, as we're getting ready to go into the actual NFL draft, we're we're setting on pins and needles to see how this transpires because we will start our dynasty. Uh, you know, we get five, we have a five round draft after the NFL draft. I got eight picks. You know, to see how to see how that goes, and 
So we'll be sitting on pins and needles for that, right? So, uh, so it's I'm that, I'm excited on that. It's that whole package because you got you can trade. Unlike a, a straight up fantasy football league where you're just redrafting every year, now you can draft. You can trade those picks. You have your taxi squad. You have a huge bench, and then trying to put a team on the field. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the, the twist we'll have this year that we have not had yet is, do you, you know, you still could have, last year we, you still could have taken draft picks, uh, rookie draft picks, and traded them, as I did. This year, you could still do that, but he's got eight picks. If he makes all eight picks, there's people that's coming off his taxi Taxi right. squad and his regular squad that's going to go back into the wave, uh, go right. back into the waivers. Yeah. So that's the twist we haven't had yet, and it's kind of like, oh, right? Where in years past, look who's on the waiver wire. I didn't know that. In years past, you just didn't keep. You know, right. you're last year it was just traded. We traded, drafted, and it was there. And then you know everybody was kind of like, all hey, that room was already there. Now you got, now you got to make that hard. You got to make exactly. You got eight picks. You either trade them away. Make or all eight picks, move some people get off, rid of off your regular roster. Yep. yep. Yeah. And that's I mean, we've talked about strategy in this dynasty league all year long yep. on the podcast. Right. I mean, we we really have because you can't have the same thought process as a regular re- redraft league. It, it's like you know, Adam traded for Tom Brady, right? He traded Aaron Rodgers for Tom Brady. Knowing full good and well that Tom Brady could possibly retire, he did that thinking I can make one last ditch effort to try to make the playoffs, and, and it didn't pay off for him. But it didn't. But now he's. <laughs> yeah. But you know now Tom Brady's retired, right? And now he's in desperate need of a quarterback. So it's every little move that you make. It's not just a a. a a this week move. It's a potential five year, you know, it, it like it literally could be a five year disaster. You know, no secret, you have talked about taking B. John Robinson with the number one pick. Don't care where he goes. Right. But if he hits the wrong spot, even though that doesn't, we know the talent he has. But if he, but if he's on the wrong team for four years, that's a, a wasted pick for you. Right. Right. And Will Levis goes off and becomes the next Josh Allen. It's like, yeah. Screwed myself. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Either. I don't think he's <laughs> But some people seem to think, though, he's yeah. going to get into those underwear Olympics and he's going <laughs> they're, they're going to fall in love with it. But that's, you know, that we this draft coming up has got at least four oh, quarterbacks yeah. that's going in the top 10. Yeah. And this league that we're in is very. You've got to be very keen on having some decent quarterbacks because it's a two quarterback league, and with it being a good quarterback draft, you go, do I take this running back that's that special? Or do I take one of these really young quarterbacks, and hopefully after a year he, you know, he settles in like Trevor Lawrence has, and and you've got one for years upon years, right? You know, it, yep. it, that's it's that's aspect that's great about this uh, setup. Yeah, I've yeah. seen mock drafts that have as few as three quarterbacks and as many as seven. Yep. But it seems to be most of them are hovering right around that five. But just like you talked about with coaching changes, 
Yeah. Coaching changes, quarterbacks, new quarterbacks, whether it's a rookie quarterback or a backup that was behind somebody like Brady moves up and they've never had a start before. Right. Uh, You know, the talent you get behind that quarterback, it can change everything. And one of those pieces change, can change an entire team, could change whether it be the actual NFL team or our our fantasy. Yeah. Well, I think think there's going to be a lot of movement in the NFL draft, and I think there's going to be a lot of movement in our draft. Honestly, I I I really do. Yeah. 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 You're – you're you're not wrong about that. So, well, awesome guys. We uh, we appreciate you guys coming on the show, and we appreciate you being a part of the league. And uh, uh, I look forward to us having fun for years to come, for sure. And uh, I look forward to us doing this again next year. Let's do it. Hopefully, we're and, high, later in the rookie draft. <laughs> right, next year. right. Later. We'll, we'll see. See, we all had this strategy, right? <laughs> I, I planned on going five and zero, oh and then just tanking. <laughs> you know. I've got you all right where I wanted you. So no, I'm just, talking to nine and tenth this year. Yeah, right. this is one and two next year. Right, right. So like hey, I'll take I'll take three next year from the top <laughs> instead of from the bottom. <laughs> so all right, guys, we'll talk to you later. Thanks. All right, see ya. All right, guys. So we're gonna wrap it up with we brought Adam back in. We still got Wes here. And then we've got Trey here with us. Uh, he's the last one we've got here tonight. Not everybody showed up for our shindig, so uh, but we wanted to. Now get hold up. Let's not act like Trey was just second tier here. We wanted Trey. Well, yeah, 100%. Trey. Trey is one hundred percent. He's a big part of this. Look, I, I have, I have seen Trey raised from a pup in the fantasy world. I introduced him to fantasy baseball when you were what fourteen. Yeah, about that. Yeah, and you're, what, 22 now? So, for eight years, we have played fantasy baseball and fantasy football together. And uh, the one thing I will tell Trey, he's one of the best drafters that I've ever played against. Now, he makes some questionable moves after that because he falls in love with guys, which I, there's nothing wrong with that. you got to get who you want. That's true. That's true. I can't tell you how many baseball championships I saw him lose, though, because he traded away the best team. And he did that when he was young. He don't make that mistake anymore, though. His price has increased over the years. Used to, you could get a good deal from Trey. But you can't do that anymore. He's hard to trade with now. (laughs) He understands it more now than he did then. You know, Sean, speaking of trading, I think that's a perfect segue into a bombshell. Oh, yeah? Did you all work out a trade while you why were out you, there? Why are you looking at me? Because you're the one been trying to trade for Justin Herbert for for seven I, days. I can't trade for Justin Herbert. Oh, wow. Breaking news! <laughs> I've got two quarterbacks now, so you can take that little talk you were done about me not having quarterbacks. I've got them. Matt Stafford and Jordan Love. Yeah, you got them all right. And the first round pick next year. Who will be used on Caleb Williams? So you plan on sucking again next year? Plan on me sucking again next year? I mean, oh, that's right. Yeah, you plan on Trey being the worst team in the league next year? Not the worst. Wow. I mean, if he misses the playoffs, there's good odds. That's true because he's got to win if he wins the consolation bracket. Because we just changed that and rule. Consolation bracket. I still got running back so, Dave, David Montgomery. 
So we have Derek Carr, Gabe Davis, and Jonathan Taylor from Matt Stafford, Jordan Love, David Montgomery, and Trey's first-round pick in 2024. Yep. So you all took that 30 minutes to manage to work that out out there. It really didn't take that long. Wow. Wow. It's amazing. I'm not surprised at all that we had a trade that transpired tonight. It it needed to. Yeah. I've I've been trying to move JT for a while, nothing against him. He's the only asset I got at the depth of position that I had. Yeah. That I could go get a quarterback. Yeah. You got a pretty pretty, uh, good running back stable now, right? Edward. Jonathan Taylor, Josh Jacobs. Yeah. And then others. Yeah. Well, you know, let's hope that you can uh, solidify that that spot next year. You know, you were the number two seed going into the playoffs and run into the buzzsaw of Jeff Montgomery. (laughs) Jeff Montgomery. Yeah. Yeah. You were were the one that was victim to the 40-point Hawkinson game, right? And then uh, Kelsey had a big game, too, I believe. Yes. So. Wes, what you think over there? I see the look. Hmm. Interesting. I think it's a pretty good trade. I, I needed two quarterbacks. Yeah. Because Derek Carr, I mean, who knows what's going on. I mean, on I there. offered you Cal Trance for a third-round pick. <laughs> I don't know how you I, could turn that down. I trust Jordan Love more than I do Kyle <laughs> Trance. <laughs> so, he is the only one in Tampa Bay, right? So Trey, you you had one of the top scoring teams in the league. You you were a solid team all year long. Um, it's really funny because before the season started, you hated your team, right? Yeah. And me and you made a trade on the show, which you're two for two on doing that. You've been I on the am. show twice, and you've dropped a trade twice. Yep. And you did that trade with me, anticipation and anticipating that you were going to suck this year, and that you were building for the future. Yep. And you managed to still work your team around it. I got worse. You got better. You made the playoffs. I didn't make the playoffs. And you were on the cusp of the finals. Yep. I like this move for you here. I mean, I don't think you really lost anything with that. Um, you have played, like I said, fantasy baseball, basketball, football with me for eight years. Yep. You've been in a redraft league with us. You've been in a keeper league with us, and now the dynasty league. This is your first dynasty league, right? Yes. You play fantasy with a lot of other people and stuff, so you're, you're versed in it. Do you like the Dynasty format better than the other types of formats? And, and if so, why? I do like Dynasty better. The one thing I don't like about Dynasty that I like about something like a redraft or keeper is getting drafted over and over again with right. not like rookies just exclusively, but other players. But I do like Dynasty better because – you get your team forever yeah. until you decide you want something new. Right. It's kind of the same way as Keeper, except there's, like in baseball, we have eight now, so eight people, and then the rest is new people. That you right. And then Dynasty, you just keep all your players. Right, right. And you like to trade too much, so much. You, you won't have half these players on your team by the end of next season. No. <laughs> because, I mean, you like to trade. I mean, that, we trade a lot. I mean, that, that that's true. We 
We probably swapped players back and forth. I'm pretty sure we swapped Sutton back at least twice this year, maybe more. Yep. Um, and he didn't help either one of us. No. So. Um, Heck, we swapped for us twice. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I I started out with uh, Russell Wilson and Herbert and wound up with Russell Wilson and uh, Lamar. And you wound up with Herbert. So. Adam, you're awful quiet over there. Are you happy now? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've got quarterbacks. <laughs> That's all I need. We, we talked about you trading uh, trading for uh, Brady there, but you knew you knew I, there was I a chance that that could happen. Yeah. But Tom Brady was more productive at the end of the year than Aaron Rodgers. That's true. That's true. He was and, my best and, chance. And there's no guarantee that Aaron Rodgers isn't going to retire too. So, who knows? Hope he does. <laughs> He'll get traded. I, I think he's coming back, honestly, and I think he's going to the Raiders or the Jets. Yeah, so you've added the Raiders to the list I, now that Brady actually, retired. Raiders, Jets, or Titans. I'll throw the Titans in, too, just because he bought property in Nashville last year. That would be an interesting spot. Hmm. I haven't heard that. That's interesting. Yeah, he bought it last offseason when the Raiders were swirled. They would need to get some wide receiver depth. But he does have a, something he hasn't had in Green Bay, a good defense. This is true. And a, well, an unstoppable running back at times. Aaron Jones is unstoppable at times. <laughs> Not King Henry level unstoppable, yeah. but he's unstoppable. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, um, we, we, we talked a little bit about the rule changes and stuff. We talked about the median rule change. Um you brought up the um, the consolation thing, right? So this past year, we just basically did the worst team, second worst team, third worst team, fourth worst team. That's that's how the pick goes. But next year, we're putting a little bit of sauce on the consolation bracket. If you want the number one pick, you're going to have to earn it. You got to win the the consolation bracket, and that gives you the opportunity to pick which one of the top four spots you want, which. Almost everybody's going to take the top spot. That's the way we do it in our baseball league, um, and I like that. I like that change, for sure. And uh, one, what was one of the others that we? Me and Trey personally got the fab spending up. <laughs> <laughs> we both shouted one fifty as soon as you asked. Right, you did. I was actually going to go for two hundred, but I mean one fifty more. One fifty on a trial basis. Yeah. So. Uh, which is free agent acquisition budget, right? You know that that, that that does not matter. As long as the percentages works out, you can still get that player. Everybody has 100. So if you, you figure out, okay, I'm only going to spend 40% of it for this guy, it, it's, it works out the same way as if you have 150 or 200 or 250 or 300. Of course it doesn't. It, 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 because here's what happens, right? Having having the extra fifty dollars allows for an error of spending seventy dollars on an Ellinger or forty five dollars on a Mo Alley Cops. But if he'd have had one fifty last year, he'd have spent a hundred. No, or hundred ten. I was not going a hundred seventy. I felt nasty spending seventy dollars, <laughs> as you should. But then, but then I was like, you know, it's a dynasty. If he does come out and look legit, 
Maybe I got something there. Yeah, that dirt's yeah. going to be on you for a long time. Yeah. That's a stain that won't go away. Yeah, but, I mean, really, to be honest with you, at, at least Ellinger played, right? I, I spent I spent $40 or $60, was it 60 or 40 I don't remember. I paid an absurd amount of money for Mo Alley Cox after he comes out and scores two touchdowns in the first week of the season. I knew I was weak at tight end, so I was like, I need, a, I need to – and, and he never scores another touchdown the rest of the year. And the next week they figured out, oh, we've got one that's bigger. Yeah. Jelani Woods. <laughs> Jelani Woods. They went, oh, that guy's three three inches taller and he's a, and 30 pounds heavier. But, I mean, he wasn't fantastic. He was okay. He was, he came on at the end of the game. Yeah. Like most rookies do. But I don't remember. We talked about the Colts with somebody <laughs> throughout this show. I don't remember who it was at this point. But the the quarterback, well, you were on here with Spencer, I think, when we was talking about how the Colts have missed on quarterback. You know, they keep going to the the retired pasture and pulling in these guys that that need to not be playing football anymore. And I think they finally have realized it's time to start over. You know, they've been trying to replace Andrew Luck since Andrew Luck left, and they tried it every which way other than just drafting a quarterback. Over the last four years, and it's put them back, right? Now they're going to wind up, you know, Jonathan Taylor, they're going to have to pay him in another year. And then Pittman will be right right behind him. A lot of speculation is that Pittman might get traded in to the Bears if they if they do a swap there. You know, I don't know if that happens or not. Uh, I think it'd be that interesting would, to see. For the Colts? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it would. Where you've already removed the league, I can't go back and look to see how much you spent on Mo Alicox. Is it in the history? No, because that's where I'm at in league activity. You can't just click on go, the, on go to go to his name. Uh, uh, click on Mo, Cal- Mo Alicox's name. Words are hard list. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's way past my bedtime. So bring up his player. Blink, bring no, up his I, player. I dropped him like three weeks later. Not even three weeks later. That's why I say it was the worst money spent. <laughs> that was. That's just like. Says he didn't drop any money on him. Oh, I spent money on it for sure. It says he was dropped by Adam, then picked up by Adam. Or no, it says added by Adam, dropped by Adam, added by Wes for ten dollars, dropped by Wes, added by Adam, dropped by Adam. <laughs> well, then who did you pick up? Who knows. It, it was somebody. I thought it was Mo Alley Cox. Yeah, definitely. He spent a lot of time on my team. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. It was, did he score two touchdowns the first week of the season? I don't know if it was the first week, but he no. did. It, he, he scored two touchdowns the fourth four. week. Okay, so it was after that. I don't know. I know I know. I spent money on him. Like, like, because we, we said it in chat. You're like, why on earth would you spend that much money on, on Mo Alley Cox? And I was like, I needed to tight end. I do remember you spending a lot of money on him. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe who it, it, it doesn't matter. It's all behind us now. True. So, anyways, well, I mean, what? Uh, I think we've already kind of talked about that. We, we've talked to so many people at this point. I just forgot all the questions I've asked. So, but anyways, look forward to doing this again next year. Um, the draft will be right around the corner. 
and we've already had our first postseason trade. So let the games begin. <laughs> there was a reason that I put all those players on the trade block before we got here tonight. Yeah, there's all kinds of players on the trading block, and none of them got traded. I today. was hoping there would be some conversation. Who, who did you who did you put on the trade block? Other Trash. other Trash. than Dalvin Cook. Trash. Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. Wait a minute. Alexander Madison, which is a free agent, who could go somewhere else. He could. Isaiah Spiller. I just and he was on. This was his rookie season. Did you see what Kellen Moore said the other day? I did not. He said that Josh Kelly will get an expanded role. I did see. Uh. K. You, know, you know who has Josh Kelly? This guy. Me. Well, you, you should have traded him to him. I tried. Well, so what started this Jordan Love conversation <laughs> was I was like, Trey, you got Montgomery. I'll give you Khalil Herbert for Jordan Love. Made sense. And then we just kept going on. Down. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what, that's what, what you, happens. You have to realize with Trey, it, it, it's – what can I get more? More, more, right? right. Got respected. Yeah, they're gonna hit a grand slam. So interesting. You'll you'll hear this on the show. I don't. Maybe you heard it. Did you hear the part? Or I don't know if you were standing outside when uh, Jesse was talking. That he assumed that the quarterbacks were going to go much earlier in the draft than what they did. So he chose Trey Lance in the second round over Justin Herbert because he thought the quarterbacks were going to go faster. But there was really depth at the quarterback later in the draft. And he goes, if I realized that, I would have – he said, boy, talk about having that back. Justin Je- or, What did I say? Herbert. Oh, God. It's, it's past my bedtime, too. Where's it? People's names are hard to remember yeah. for you old folks. <laughs> Justin Jefferson. Anyways. Jefferson Herbert. He would he, he would have he liked to have had – that that pick back, but you know Jefferson was a big part of your team this year, Trey. So uh, and, until until he laid an egg and cost you the playoffs. That's all right. He cost me in, in my other league too, and he cost uh, Neil, Neil in his in his playoffs. Yep. He got us all. He did not personally by himself cause me in the league. Him and Tua combined caused me to lose in the playoffs. <laughs> Because Tua was concussed yeah. for the ninth time. <laughs> yeah. So that's a that's a to, that's a topic for another day. He's laying hands on Tua <laughs> to make him healthy. Next year, one of my dear Santa letters will be just watch over Tua. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> please, put his, please put your aura over top of him. Oh shoot! <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this has been fun. We appreciate you listening into this special edition of the Front Corner to Corner podcast when we just get on here and chit-chat about our dynasty season. Again, congratulations to Jeff for his first championship. And uh, we look look for this to be many, many more years down the road. And uh, until next time, we will see you later. Stay safe. The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.